Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. Good Saturday afternoon and welcome to Right at Home with Rich. You know me, I'm your host, Rich Orris, and boy, do we have a full show for everybody today. In between my On the Road with Rich segment and my hack, we're going to talk to a high-end remodeling company all the way from Massachusetts. You know, we can learn about their company, their specialties, their processes, you know, kind of see how they line up with Mosby's processes. Um, You know, there's no better way in my eyes to learn about what you're doing than to compare and kind of learn from others. So joining our conversation today is uh, Mike Restagini with F.H. Perry in Massachusetts. Hey, thanks for taking some time out of your day to be with us. How are you doing today, Mike? Very well, Rich. How are you? I am doing awesome. Having a great time and you know, I, I know you're kind of new into coming into to this part. And, um, you know, we, we take this hour here at Right at Home with Rich to just kind of educate everybody. And so we thought it would be really cool to, you know, see how our systems and our processes and the things that we do, you know, kind of compare from one coast to the other coast to central country, all of that. So, hey, if, you, if you're willing, let's have some fun for about an hour here and kind of talk about what we do. Sound good? Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Hey, um, did you grow up in Massachusetts? Have you always been there? Oh, yes. Uh, born and raised in the same town I live in, about 30 miles outside of Boston to the west. Oh, awesome, awesome. So how did you get, and, and maybe why, you know, did you get into this business? Sure. I grew up in a small neighborhood, um, several neighbors. I had my best friend's father was a plumber. My next friend, two doors down, was an excavation contractor. Um, my father and mother, believe it or not, were in corporate America. Um, and when I got out of college, my father begged me to stay away from corporate America. So I went oh. right into construction, <laughs> uh, spent some time through college working with the my best friend, the plumber. And... Um, just also watched the rapid expansion of Hawkington, Massachusetts, which, like I said, is 30 miles west of Boston. And it's uh, when I was born, population was around 5,000 or 7,000. And 
today we're pushing 21,000 completely built out. So construction has been part of my whole life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, how long have you been doing remodeling? Uh, at FH Perry for almost 19 years, um, but probably total, I'm going to say probably 23 years, maybe 24, actually. Awesome, awesome. And so up there for your, you know, FH Perry company, um, what kind of jobs do you guys specialize in? Our perfect size project, our perfect location is a brownstone um, in Boston's Beacon Hill neighborhood or Back Bay neighborhood or a old historic single family home in Cambridge or the outside uh, suburbs like Concord, Massachusetts or Newton or Wellesley or Weston. So they're usually whole house remodels um, where we tackle everything, heating systems, exterior paint and a small addition and then completely rehab almost all components of, of the home. Oh, okay. So are most of your jobs full rehabs like that or do you guys do anything like just kitchens and baths and things like that yeah we have three divisions we have a maintenance division we have a specialty project division and we have a what we call our build division so uh, the size projects run the gamut i think um i'm in sales and estimating and i estimated a two hundred and twenty thousand dollar slate roof job and i'm still waiting to hear back on a ten million dollar renovation in one of boston's uh high-rise luxury high-rise buildings so we're kind of all over the map but yeah we definitely do kitchens and baths and uh but we're our ideal project is um a whole house remodel awesome awesome yeah it's so kind of similar you know us here in st louis mosby building arts we have an exteriors division we have a, a right bath right kitchen division that focuses on you know kind of quick turn pull and replace kitchens bathrooms things like that then we have our you know kind of like what you're looking at that what we call the design build division that looks at you know additions and whole house remodeling and that needs you know a lot of planning and things like that to get through is where you know we we look at that design build you know process and everything that we go through so um, do you have any like favorite projects that you've worked on or done or types of projects? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, there, several. I, I kind of end up liking our customers sometimes even more than the projects. So we yeah. get some pretty di- pretty dynamic people. Um, but you know, we one of the cool ones that we did was combining two uh, condos in a high rise in an old school um, uh, building at the top of Beacon Hill. Um, we had uh, combining two single-family condos through a firewall at two separate addresses. Um, and then that project was culminated in a two-story spiral staircase to a roof deck on top of an elevator, which was really, wow. really a cool project. And then a single-family home in Cambridge that I worked on for a, a Harvard professor um, his home was uh, three whites of brick on the exterior, four foot on center steel beams uh, running parallel or perpendicular to the front wall, infilled with terracotta block. And on top of that was fly ash and concrete. And then we had wow. to try and get, yeah, we had to try and get bathrooms and wiring and all kinds of stuff through that home which was a huge challenge but we 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 found a way and um i like to think our model um is uh seamless awesome awesome yeah and that does there is some challenges there for sure you know we have 
some high rises that we work on in our central west end and some areas like that and you know definitely gotten into you know you can only drill so far into the concrete for anchors and things because of the systems in it and you know all kinds of different challenges from your basic you know residential type remodeling when you get into those buildings so i man i totally get how how much planning and stuff it it would probably take to figure out a project like that and and again why cost can get where it gets because you got so much more to do you know for Uh, sure yeah so so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump here with you mike into this my what what i call my on the road with rich segment because you know i wanted to just kind of see how this links into processes that you guys do and we do and things like that you know last week i was i was visiting someone about a kitchen remodel and you know it was really a lot of detailed stuff they wanted to just gut it completely down remove soffits and walls and you know get rid of the the pantry walls and make everything all cabinets relocate the stove you know create this separate seating kind of bar area and i was kind of explaining you know our design process to him and how we you know what we got to go through to measure and get it right and and all the different details you know in the drawings and the walkthroughs and conceptual drawings and all this stuff to get him into really the right project and gather a lot of information of course you know sometimes we run into clients and they're kind of surprised that you need to go through so much because not everybody does, you know, and he's kind of like, man, I'm, I've got other people just kind of giving me some pricing and stuff. I mean, can't you just do it? And, and to me, I was kind of thinking, well, this isn't like Nike. Like, let's just do it, you know. We, there's so <laughs> much to, to get into. And, you know, so I kind of was getting more into the the scope we'd have to come up with and, and knowing everything and, you know, what we have to go through to to get it figured out in that way you know we learn more up front so that we can eliminate change orders and we know everything we're doing and really got into this you know with him pretty deeply and then afterwards you know we kind of just started just chatting just talking you know like we do we all we love to like you said you love the clients you know i love to develop relationships with them and we started kind of talking about playing golf and he was, you know, we're just kind of chatting about it. And I said, you know, thinking about golf, you know, I said, when you ask me, can't you just do it? I said, you know, if you think about it, that's exactly what I do playing golf. I just do it. I look at it. I go, ah, it's about 80 yards. I grab a club. I hit it. You know, think about the pros out there. They have coaches and trainers and they have caddies that get up at five in the morning and study the course and see where the holes are and they read the greens and they got all this advice and you know stuff that they have to figure out and so for them you know they shoot a 63 and and win a couple million dollars and i shoot a 90 for fun but i just (laughs) do it right and that's what you know so so i was really just thinking about we've got so much that we do here to figure out those design builds you know i was curious with you you guys mike you know, what's that process for FH Perry with your clients on, you know, just kind of starting out and figuring out how do you figure out what, it, you know, with them, what that $10 million project is? Yeah, I mean, everything you're saying dovetails perfectly. I, I, you know, I, we use a term, I think it's a lot of people use different versions of it, but slow down to speed up. 
type yeah. of process. I mean, the, the rushing into it, it can be done. You'll get your kitchen faster, but you'll have a lot more regret markers. Like, oh, geez, we could have done a different filler over here. We could have, we could have put a little tray storage here instead of a big piece of wood or whatever the example is. Like, it, it, going through the process of budgeting, design, budgeting again, design again, budgeting again, design again. It may be cumbersome to some. They don't get that instant gratification. But I will submit to you that the regret markers at the end are significantly minimized by going through that process. So for us, we start with a homeowner's um, dreams. We engage with them, an architect or a design person, and we try to be as omnipresent as as possible to, again, feedback cost to the design, also feedback our experience with situations that have been warranty issues, you know, putting a trash pull out next to a dishwasher. Eventually those two things clink and clang. So we, we also support the design team through notions and try and get costs out there. So the bundled package at the, but prior to the commencement of construction, as you said, as you said, minimizes change orders. And it also, again, minimizes those regret markers that, always creep up when the product's all done and you did something too fast you're, yeah. you have those you have those regret markers and we all know them we've all walked away from those jobs saying shoot that could have been a lot better yikes and i don't want that feeling so we try to mitigate those at the beginning yeah no that that's a great idea and i've seen that so much you know in the past so so you know a little bit of my background mike i was a project manager i, I started out painting carpentry I ended up, you know, running jobs for Mosby Building Arts. I've been here a little over 20 years now. Got into the consulting and stuff about, you know, eight years or something into to project management for them and that. And, and yeah, it, it really, you would see those jobs in the companies I worked for before where you literally walk in and you got all these carpenters on site going, why, why is that wall doing that? Why, what if we angled this, you know, and they're – you're making all these changes on the fly because you haven't thought about all those things up front, you right. know. And, and when I came here to Mosby, I'll never forget one of the first ones I really learned on early on. I had a kitchen, and the sink, it was a, like a 60-40 split, and the sink came in backwards. <laughs> and and I, I literally looked at the client. I'm like, okay, well – you know, what if we just swap the dishwasher and the trash can pull out and, and you know, you kind of work right to left instead of left to right or whatever, would, would that work? And when she started blurting off all the things that that would destroy and what they plan in this design, because the trash can is near the door and it's going to have a shredder in the back of it. And that's where we bring in our <laughs> mail and we're going to, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to find you a new sink. How about that? You know, we're going to reverse it. We're going to get you what you wanted because that's that level of detail, you know, that they got into. And I, where I came from, I just wasn't used to that. You know? and, I, and a lot of the trades that we use and a lot of our customers sometimes aren't used to that level of thoughtfulness. And they, they're, they're just sort of jaded by their prior experiences. And so when you get into it and you start heading those things off, they learn quickly the importance of thinking things through or slowing down to speed up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I've said a a lot of times, you know, here at Mosby, I've told people, we're a great second company. 
<laughs> because you almost got to go through that experience and be like, that wasn't great. And then once you right. see it the better the next time, it's like, yeah, boy, that's what I was missing out on. You know, we're we're one of the the, the best second companies, I think, in the St. Louis area <laughs> for sure. But I'll tell you what, Mike, I love the trade partner thing. I definitely want to talk about that some more. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we return, we can get into that and plenty more here with Mike. So we'll be right back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, guys, we are back, and it is time for my right-at-home hack. I want to talk about dust a little bit because, you know, I know we all know there's several things you can do to keep the dust level down in your home, like, you know, wiping your shoes at the door, eliminating thick carpets, washing your bed linens more often, changing the, the furnace and vacuum filters. But there's one thing that is often overlooked when it comes to producing dust and that is your home's humidity level if you allow the air in your home to get too dry 
You're just asking for more dust, skin, fabrics, plants. Everything will dry out. Produce more dust when it's dry. I suggest that you monitor your humidity level with a digital hygrometer. I have one of these on every level of my home. You can see what that level's at. You can run a humidifier or a dehumidifier, whatever is needed to keep it right. Experts suggest between 30% and 50% for a healthy home. I would tell you 40 to 50 is really where you want to stay. Um, So you can help keep the dust down by adding some moisture to your home when it's dry out. So remember, guys, you can search Rich Oris Mosby on Facebook to hear all of my weekly hacks every single week. And for now, we are going to get back here into the regular show with uh, Mike from F.H. Perry in Massachusetts. We're talking all about their company, their processes, some of the jobs they build, what do they go through, and just kind of compare and and learn a little bit from these guys. And so, Mike, you were kind of mentioning, you know, trade partners, um, and, and, and I love that. And that's a term that we've used here at Mosby for years and years. We knocked out the whole subcontractor word a good 15 years ago or better, um, and really that we want to be partners with these company and these these people that we work with. It sounds like you guys kind of do the same thing. Yeah, it's very important to us um, to shift from the subcontractor language, or even you know, for years it was shortened to subs. Yeah, you know, it just has a as a I don't know, it just doesn't have as much of a collaborative uh, notion to it. But some of our trade partners, um, our tile setter, for example, I believe he's in 35 years working with us. Um, wow. And yeah, and an electrical co- contractor, I believe it's, it may even be pushing 40. But um, it's very important to us that those uh, relationships are characterized and semantics words matter you know and so calling a trade uh, a trade partner it just evokes um partnership and collaboration and so we try and treat them as such and and a lot of trades or or new trades i should say that we onboard uh they're really warm by it you know construction has a sort of a machoism to at its worst sometimes and and when you start getting to the level of humanity and leaving some of that stuff out you get a you get a lot of great responses yeah no absolutely and you know so we've been kind of geared the same way i've always you know joked with our hvac uh trade partner that um he's got more seniority than everybody in the company except the owner scott mosby himself Um, i think he's been over 25 years or so doing work with us we've got some flooring people like that Um, You know, they were even here already when I came around. And I think it is really important. And what I try and explain to people is, you know, bring the right people in. You work well together with, let them see it, let them figure it out. And then you can make sure you're getting all this stuff right. And it, you know, it kind of knocks out that, I guess it brings the importance more to doing the right thing and the right project on the correct way over like general contracting basically figure it out kind of that just do it theory then i'll bring in four electricians and pick a price and see what we turn out with you know Mm -hmm. i think it's you know much better and much different now for us here at mosby we have a lot of 
employees on staff that do a lot of our stuff. And we do have like designers and architects and, you know, we have a licensed architect on staff. Um, but it sounds like your architects and that are, are trade partners. Yes, we uh, occasionally will bring them under our sort of um, scope of work. But by and large, uh, we we refer uh, f- several architects to customers that call in that don't already have one. Okay. Um, or architects will come to us and say, I have a customer. Um, oh, so awesome. Uh, those industry partnerships are... Uh, slightly different. It's not. We don't really do design build in, in that sense, but we are part of the design build pre construction process. So yeah. there are some par- parallels there. Um, but those relationships are. We put them on the same level as our trade partner relationships or the uh, the tradespeople relationships because um, they require the same level of commitment and collaboration um, as the production side. Yeah, yeah, and I did see on the website. Um you had interior designing, like so. You'll do furniture, drapes, basically everything. And I'm guessing they're a trade partner as well that helps out with that. They are, yeah. A lot of our interior designers that we work with, they will occasionally bring us on to do some help with installations, yeah. or coord- coordinate the crane for their installation, or um, dedicate the service elevator in a high high rise situation so they can do their thing. But yeah, we'll be participants, um, all the way right up till the food's delivered, man. That's awesome. And yeah, it sounds kind of like, you know, um, those, those levels of the company and those, you know, divisions you were talking about, it does sound very similar to us in a way that, you know, we realized years ago that like, you know, we'll do these jobs and, and we're considered the experts and one of the, you know, best and smartest guys on the block. And then we started thinking, well, but when that same client just needs a couple columns replaced or just needs that crane managed or just, you know, maybe we should handle that stuff too. Cause people want that type of quality and service, no matter how big or, or small is what we've kind of figured out. Have you kind of seen the same thing? For sure. I mean, the continuity of personality matters more in those situations. I mean, not that anybody could coordinate a crane, but in the Boston area, there's plenty of crane companies that would take a turnkey. They really don't necessarily need us for the logistical component. But, you know, for laying down a moving blanket over the windowsill where something's coming craned in through a window or simply just knowing that the dog needs to be put in another room with its favorite toy. I mean, that, that, so those are the reasons why we stay involved because if those people want that service and it does matter, uh, less worry for them on the crane day. I mean, our participation does, does provide value. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I also saw like kind of all those trade partners for, you know, the construction. I love how on your website, you actually have all these trades listed out. And even on the photos, when you go to like, you know, one of your jobs that you've done to look at the job site photos and the description, all of those trade partners that work there are listed on there. I think that is just fabulous thing to do. And I mean, I guess they probably find that just as helpful on their own too, to have their name out there and everything. For sure. I mean, it's obviously gotten incredibly more important with the advent of social media, but um, just the, we like to recognize the the work. Some of our stuff or most of our stuff is one-offs. 
and to not recognize the actual craftsperson that did it and for the builder to take full credits really kind of goes against our core values so it's important to us to li- to list them yeah yeah and so so what we used to do here at, at mosby with with a lot of those you know lifelong trade partners that we've been working with we would do um we'd go to the home shows down here about you know probably stopped at about eight years ago or so something like that and started doing more educational stuff like this on our own but when we would go to this big downtown home shows and and big city home shows we would bring all of our trade partners with us a whole handful of them we would take up a whole aisle at the at one of these home shows and we would just line it with you know the electrician and the concrete guy and in the down to the bug guy that you know how you get rid of moles and all this other stuff and, and it was really kind of fun because we would have we'd set up a sound stage where we'd all do like you know 30 minute segments like i did one on moisture management and how to keep your home healthy and you know the mole hunter we call him did this on how to trap moles and it was so much just involvement and camaraderie and everything in the whole thing. It really was great for all of us to, you know, be together, get together and, and do all that. So, you know, the importance that we're talking about in just a simple thing like the word trade partner goes, I feel so much deeper. And I have a sense that you guys are, you know, 100% on the same page with that. For sure. I mean, it carries on like with commissioning a project, you know, you've done everything that you've promised, the trades and everything they've promised, but it's heavily nuanced. We, My example with that is like a thermostat. Uh, those controls are always changing. Um, there's always a new model. There's always a new touchscreen. And we may specify one, we put it in, the HVAC guy likes it, the homeowner likes it, but then usage it gets a little cumbersome they don't like how you have to reset it or they or they're disappointed that the the font is can't be enlarged and so for the trade partner to stay with us throughout that whole thing to exercise you know all the options on that installed item and then maybe it comes down to hey we have to get you a new one but they're participant in that whole process that's the partnership that's why, why why we call it the trade partner and then when we get to warranty items if they're a trade partner and and they did something wrong or fh perry did something wrong you work at the solving those warranty solutions together as opposed to going down your list of if we continue with the hvac uh, example going down your list of hvac uh, guys and bring somebody else in and try and navigate it it's not really a partnership and and if you don't treat them as such they won't be there for the commissioning parts and the warranty parts yeah no i think that's man that kind of hit the heart of it right there for sure um it, it's amazing for that so just, just that relationship is absolutely so important so so real quick here let's i just got one question about um what do you think advice you would give somebody or what do you think a, a customer should be looking for when they're going and looking and trying to refine find a remodeling company to do their work so uh, the answer i'd have to that is because of you know different differentiating us in the marketplace is um it's a challenge and describing our model is also a challenge but i I guess the short answer is is asking the customer what type of process they'd like do you like do you do you enjoy the numbers do you enjoy the design process are you more looking for the the end product and as you start to ask those questions 
as a consumer, when you're looking for a remodeler, ask the in 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 response to that or in preparation for that, ask the builder the same question. What you know? What are yeah. you in this for? Yeah, I think and, that's great. I hate to cut you off, but we got to yeah. get into our break here. We can pick that right back up when we get back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, guys, we are back having a blast here today talking about some really remarkable jobs and, and projects and, you know, different things that uh, F.H. Perry does out in the Massachusetts area. And, you know, um, we're talking with uh, Mike Restigini here, and I, I did want to get into the company just a bit and, and kind of that, you know, overall look business model you know, what are you guys doing to, to do such great things, you know, that you accomplish and everything. So does that sound good, Mike? That sounds great. Yeah. Um, I, I did. I was wondering, um, really, can you just maybe start off with a little bit of the, just the background story for the listeners of your guys' company? Sure. Yeah. Um, our present owner is Allison Iantosco. She purchased the company from her uh, father who founded the company, uh, the F.H. Finley H. Perry. Um, we've been in business since the mid-70s. Um, the company has evolved uh, from the 70s to the early 90s, was a little bit more hands-on with carpenters on staff, with um, a little more design build. Um, and in the mid-90s, we sort of converted to um, a little bit more of a management company all the way to today where we are uh, strictly uh, management. Uh, we do not employ any um, carpenters or any, any staff tradespeople. Um, we are project management-centric uh, operation. Wow, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's about the exact opposite of what we've done and, and changed here. You know, at Mosby, we went kind of the exact opposite direction. I think in the mid-'80s is when – you know, Scott Mosby bought the company from his father. We've been here about 75, 76 years um, doing work. And that's when Scott started getting into that design build focus. You know, um, to, with talking to him, it was his uncle was the architect. His dad built stuff. They had a lot of, you know, trade partners they worked with. And they did a little carpentry and stuff. And then when he went kind of on his own and his dad and his uncle retired, he's like, how do I keep this family thing 
And so, you know, fast forward to today, gosh, we're over about 140 uh, employees strong um, from the architect all the way down to someone digging a ditch in the field. Um, We actually were licensed electricians and licensed plumbers, um, and, and we handle, you know, I would say we touch about 70 to 75 percent of our work with our employees um definitely a a little bit different focus but we still have that same focus with those trade partners and and they're such a big piece and you know doing things right because we don't you know do concrete and different things like that so we've got all our partners for a lot of those you know specialty areas but yeah kind of the same thing scott bought the business to, you know, started making these mold changes to the company and everything and really, you know, did some fabulous stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting that you can look at it both ways and, and be so successful at it, you know, taking it from both directions. I think it's just a matter of, you know, doing the right thing no matter what direction you're headed. Yes, and, and, and then leveraging your people um, to do the task at hand and, maintaining a culture that supports people and i think both organizations uh, do that really well yeah no i i think so and and we definitely have you know a very specific culture we've got you know vision and mi- mission statements and things that kind of keep us all headed in the in the right in the same direction and everything do you guys have some things like that in place that help you out oh we certainly do yeah we have um we have both of those. We have a list of core values. Yep. Um, we have uh, by our twice meetings twice a month um, with the whole company. Those are called community meetings as opposed to staff meetings. Um, so we, we, we try and um, build upon all of those and, and reinforce it, I, I guess I should say. Yeah, no, that that is awesome. Um, we do so much stuff like that, too. Um, One of the meetings that I will probably never, ever forget years ago. So we, when I started here, you know, there was probably about 18 of us, um, something like that, 16, 18 to to 20 at the most um, in the field working stuff like that. And, you know, we started having those company type meetings and different things. And, and as we were growing and getting more, and I, I think maybe at some point, you know, we were maybe up to like 35 people or something. And Scott Mosby, the owner, you know, comes up and he's he's talking and everything. And he says he had a task for everybody. And he said, you know, I want everybody in the room to close your eyes. And he said, now stand up right in front of your chair. Just stand up and turn facing due north. And then he said, open your eyes. And I'm staring at the guy next to me, right? None of us are, <laughs> we're all looking different, you know, and it, and it was kind of this, he was implementing some of those things you were talking about, you know, the vision and the mission and, and the, the, what we call the I card of all the values and stuff. And, and it was, how do we keep everybody facing north? How are we all going in the same direction? And, and it was quite amazing. So, yeah, I love the way. You know, the language, like you said, language is so important. And I love the, that you call that meeting, you know, the community, you yeah. know, not like the staff or, or whatever, you know, office meeting or, you know, it's amazing what words do. You it know? really is. We have an initiative right now trying to 
just place our version of construction definitions on a punch list, on commissioning, on warranty, and that kind of stuff. And it's amazing how you get lulled to sleep by even corporate norms. Oh, I have a staff meeting. I mean, that, there must have been a Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live skit on staff meetings. You know, they just yeah. get the sort of connotation to them. So it's nice to change the change the parent or just just make it something unique and it, it translates or customers hear you say, I mean, oh, I can't make the meeting on Friday morning. We're going to have to shift because I have my community meeting. What's the community meeting? You know, it just spawns all kinds of questions, you know. Yeah, no, that that is a really good point that, yeah, that I've never really thought of it that way. But I think I've definitely run into the same thing when they ask, you know, different stuff like that. And speaking of the importance of those words, one of the things that, that I did see that I was looking through the website and, you know, when, when I do, you look at your team and you've got all the photos and you, and you hit, you know, put the mouse on the photo, these words appear of like the word. So yours were genuine, focused and advocate. Um, I love the advocate. Um, just, just the different words. Can you talk about just, you know, what inspired those words? Yeah, I, I we, we, Allison and um, asked us all those questions. I forget the genesis of the actual, like the, the method that we got to them, but they, whatever it was, it did a great job synthesizing because as I go around to my colleagues, it the they, they actually are pinpoint on. But the intention is, you're going to get an FH Perry person, no matter what, you know, a, a client, trade, architect, whatever. But you're also going to get an individual, is what we were trying to convey. And yeah, and there's two people that do sales in S or three people that do sales in estimating an FH Perry, and we. We sort of use the similar trades, um, well, sometimes the same trades. We sort of use a similar budgeting exercise and that kind of stuff. But you still get an individual. And, you know, to, to highlight the skill set of those individuals, um, it, it matters because we're not robots. And so by, by synthesizing down to a few words, it does give a client or anybody searching our website just a little bit better indication of who's coming to their house. Yeah, yeah. We did, so we did one years ago for us where basically the question they asked us was, you know, state what you do, what your job is in one word. I am a. Well. And, and so, you know, like you're saying, you had advocates, stuff like that. So I said, you know, I'm an educator. I educate people on what they need and what their home needs and different things like that. And it it just develops such great things when you do that and when they they have an understanding you know of what's going to happen what needs to happen and all that stuff so and, and we had some pretty interesting ones um we had one that said he was a counselor between the yeah. <laughs> you know that sort of thing um yeah. but i i did want to get into the other thing i saw was some awards you guys won some pretty cool awards can can you explain like the one was really cool. Can you explain a couple of these awards? Yeah, recently we were our, the company was inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, which is a is pretty. I mean, it was kind of all encompassing. It's kind of very emotional for Allison. I mean, her father came to the ceremony, and and when you go to the pre award show meetings, like you start to really appreciate it because some of these award shows are they seem sort of like we're passing around the same trophy, but yeah. this one sp specifically calls out 
the corporation calls out um, the years of in, in business, and it's fairly stringent. There's a um, a body that um, assesses all the recommendations, and it was a move. It was a very moving moment. Uh, certainly, Finley was was there, and, and uh, our founder and, and Allison took great pride in, in that we were inducted under her leadership. It was uh, it was a great evening. That that gives me new aspiration. I want to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, I think our big one it was the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for us out here. You know, kind of similar on what you do, how you're trying to do the right thing, and you know all that sort of stuff. Just the quality of the company within, not just your work, but everything that you're doing. But hey, we are running short on time here. I did want to let everybody know. If you've heard this, if you are interested, you can find out more about F.H. Perry on their website, fhperry.com. Check out their whole website, social media, all that. For us here in St. Louis, you can check out Mosby Building Arts at callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com. And, Mike, we're out of time. I, I thank you for coming on and spending some time with us today. Well, thanks for having me. It was great to, to discuss this with you. All right. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.